With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good afternoon, America. This is Conversations with Dr. D. Von Young, and this is yours truly. Today is August the 6th, 2014. Man, this year is going by really, really quick. I mean, really, really quick. With that stated, if the year is going by quick for you, this is probably a program that you don't want to miss. Today we're going to talk about the subject of pain, regret, this, um, just putting it mildly, that holds so many people back that it, it blows my mind. We are being held hostage, in my opinion, for less of a reason. And, and let me push that out, that boat out in the water a little further. What is so sad is that so many of you are missing the things that you've been pain, just praying for, the things that you've been asking God to do for you, these circumstances and situations that you're allowing, and yes, I said it, you are allowing to hold you hostage for like just stupid reasons, man. And I'm not calling you stupid. What I'm saying is that so many of us are walking around wishing that we could get time back. We're walking around in a state of remorse, feeling some kind of way for less of a reason, and we don't have to. Now, let me say that one more time. You're walking around feeling some kind of way for less of a reason, and you don't have to. The problems that you feel um, are are just really sandbagging you aren't real. A lot of this stuff, and I'm not going to say if if you're sitting there and you're dealing with the death of a loved one, the death of a child, you have been um, diagnosed with some horrible affliction. Yes, that is real. That is something that... You can't do a doggone thing about. However, if you want the things you look at to change, you have been given the ability to change the way that you look at things. Let me say it again. If you want the things you look at to change, you have been given the ability to change the way um, that you look at things. You, it doesn't have to go the way that it's been going. It doesn't have to remain that way. You are not stuck in the past. An archaeologist, they make their living from examining the past. An anthropologist, they, in some instances, make their living by studying the past. But, hell, they are not going to become part of the past. That's just not a good look. It's not a good thing for you. Now, let's take this 
to a, a different venue because today I'm going to go through some steps that will help you move past hurt, pain, and anxiety. It makes no sense for you to continue subjecting yourself to daily talking about dealing with some mess that you can't do a damn thing about. It's just not in your better interest to voluntarily subject yourself to martyrdom, to be a, being the person that's walking around with a scarlet letter on their shirt or their blouse. How is that helping you? How is it, and especially those of you that have children, you may be dealing at present with an adult that is getting on your last freaking nerve. What can you do? You going to change them? No. So why should you, day in and day out, let them interrupt the flow of your life with their stupidity? I'm going to tell you this. Get your pen and paper. You guys already know Dr. D is going to tell you to do the pen and paper thing, so go ahead and get the pen and paper. I'm going to, uh, today, you're going to get some things that will make a tremendous difference in the quality of your life. And this isn't going to be just rocket science. I'm going to talk to you about how uh, regret and depression and frustration are actually good things if you don't get overly divested in them. Now, let's, let's look at this from the standpoint of the being that you are. You know for a fact that you are a spiritual being. You came to this place wanting to experience the pain, the pleasure, the, gap, the gaps in life, the anxiety, the, all of this stuff that you guys wanted to experience as a human being. You came to this planet to experience the contrast of life, and that's exactly what you're going to do today. You're going to make sense of this stuff that you think is a mess. Now, when something bad happens to you, you have three choices. You can either let it define you, Meaning, you can become that moment. We all know that moment. I, it, this is not funny, but it, I remember um, this poor woman who had dementia. Now, some of us are acting like we have dementia, and we're not even elderly folk. But this woman had dementia, and Alzheimer's was setting in. And, you know, when people are suffering from those things, they lose sight of linear time. What I mean by that is, uh, if you can imagine, you fell and broke your arm, let's say when you were a teenager, and all of a sudden, you relive that pain because in your brain, you can't realize that was 20 years ago, so you reach down, and your mind, your arm is just now broken, and you go, oh, my arm, and everybody looks at you like you don't lost your mind. Because they are living in the present tense. You have gone back to the day that this pain hit you and discombobulated you and caused you so much distress. So this poor woman, she would sometimes think her husband was dead, just died. The man had been dead for, gosh, probably 20 years. But she, because of her condition, somebody would say, well, Aunt so-and-so, how is uh, Uncle Ben? Oh, hell, oh, Lord, Ben died. Ben is dead, and, and Ben's dead. And I would look at her and just, you know, you know, being a kid, you don't have enough sense to know that that's not funny. But me being a 13-year-old boy, I did not have that much sense. I'd be like, watch this, y'all, watch this. Ain't it? Where's Uncle Ben? Oh, Lord, Ben died. And she would go into this thing, and I would just be like, golly. But now, as an adult, that's not funny, and I understand it. Well, that's how people are looking at you, dear. <laughs> you are getting stuck in moments that have long been over with, or you're still living it. I mean, some of you right now, 
I'm not going to play like it. This isn't real. You know, this is real. You are still dealing with your ex-wife or your ex-husband, baby mama, baby daddy. You still got that mother-in-law, that sister, that cousin. You still got that neighbor next door, that professor in the classroom, this person that works with you on your job, and they're getting on your damn nerves. And it's not you. It is them. The issue is you're letting that define you. You're allowing 60 or 70% of your conversation to be rooted and connected to something other than the wonderful being you are. You're allowing someone else's mess to be a big piece of your pie. Well, you know, you can make a pie out of anything. I suggest, why don't you make it out of something good? Why don't you stop allowing yourself to be held hostage over stupid stuff for less of a reason? Is it really, uh, is it really necessary for you to continue allowing someone else to rob you of the best part of your life? And in case you don't know it, the best part of your life is happening right now. You cannot get time back. I don't care what you do. You can't spend money and get it back. You can't click your heels three times and get it back. And if you have access to a time machine, what if you could get time back? All of a sudden, would you be the person you are today? Now, for some of us, we have made some very stupid mistakes. We've gone out and had a baby out of wedlock. We've gone and um, beat the hell out of somebody. Now you're sitting your behind up in jail. Um, <laughs> man, I got to say this. I got some uh, contacts from some people that were incarcerated. I want to tell you guys, you're there for – some of you don't even deserve to be there and others – they should have locked your butt up a long time ago. But you're there for a reason. Get something out of it and come back out and make a difference. I want to tell you that. You know, don't let those circumstances define you. Next thing. When something happens, one, another one of these three choices is you can let it destroy you. Some of you right now are sitting up in a room Thumping boogers out your nose and 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 staring at the wall. You need to get up and bathe. You you smell bad. You feel bad. You look bad because you've let somebody else's mess destroy you. Why? While you're sitting there destroying, they the person that you're mourning. They're out having sex, having a good time. They've got a new family. They moved on, and you still over there talking about, and I don't know how he left me. I loved it at that man. You know, I mean, really, come on, get a grip. When God removes people from your life, let them go. Bye. See you. Don't let the donut hit you where the dog should have bit you. Or sometimes they're not out of your life. It's a different season of life. Be grateful you're both still alive. Be grateful that now... You can become the best of friends. You used to be lovers. You used to be husband and wife. You're not married no more. Okay, it, you got it. Be friends now. You still got these kids in common. You still got to go on with your life. And some of you, God bless you, you've lost someone because they died, a son, daughter, <laughs> friend, husband. Hell, if you're Kenya Moore, it could have been your dog. No, I'm just being weird. But some of us have lost pets, and we're sitting up there. Otto is running around in heaven somewhere. Mama is way better. What you wanted to do, still be here suffering with cancer or suffering from not being able to wipe her butt just so your mama could be here? Are you serious? Some of you have lost a child. I've lost one. I mean, some of you have been through this, and you're sitting there going, well, my son or daughter, they were all, mine was nine. Yours is how old? You know, 10, 12, could be a newborn baby. 
It could be a 20-year-old. If God saw fit to let that baby go, you need to let that go. Be glad you had them. They were in your life for the appropriate amount of time to change your life for whatever reason, to make you more of an adult, make you appreciate their dad or their, uh, your parents or uh, your siblings more. All life serves a purpose. But when you let something bad that's happened destroy you, it, you just miss the reason why God sent it your way. Trust me, even in death, God trusted you with the pain. He didn't put something on you that you can't handle, and you have to move forward. And I know for some of you, especially those of you, my, my dear daughter lost my granddaughter um, in, in May. And, you know, it hurts. It hurts me. It hurts. It still, I look at my granddaughter's picture and I still cry, just to be honest. She was one day old, but Zoe touched the whole family. I mean, Zoe bought people in the same room that would not be in a room with each other willfully. Zoe had my daughter in the hospital for six months. I mean, six months, I'm lying, excuse me, two months, you know, going uh, into her pregnancy. Her water broke, you know, and she was hospitalized for some time. Um, I would go to Atlanta and sit in Riverside Hospital with my daughter. And I had moments with her that I would not have had had she not been pregnant with Zoe at that time. And Zoe was born and her little lung popped and she died. And, uh, you know, it really hurts me because on two, three or four levels, one, Zoe looks like her granddaddy. No, I'm just kidding. But she, you know, I can see my features in my grandbaby. She, I, my daughter lost a child on a miscarriage on my birthday the year before. So it really double impacted me that, you know, my poor daughter, my God, and when I heard her cry, it just, it, it tore my heart apart. And my daughter didn't see me cry um, ever as well, she finally did, you know, I, this last weekend. But my daughter had never really seen me mourn. But I knew even when she saw me cry this last weekend, my tears were because of her pain. And I knew that she's still hurting. And not only did I lose a granddaughter, she lost a daughter. But watching my child cry, or it it, it just did, you know, you, I'm I'm a daddy that wants to take care of my children. And and I couldn't I couldn't stop the pain I couldn't, but God spoke to me and He said, you know what, Zoe did what she came to do, and and she'll be back in the form of someone else or possibly the same person. But I need you to move forward. Now the other choice you have when something bad happens is you can allow it to strengthen you. Are you doing that? Are you allowing these things that have really hurt you, that have discombobulated your life, to help you move forward? Because if you haven't, you're robbing yourself of why God allowed these things to be in your life. You're, you're harming yourself, and you're harming yourself for less of a reason. Now, here's the psychology of regret. Regret is a negative emotional state, mental state, that involves blaming yourself or even someone else and feeling a sense of loss or sorrow for what might have been wishing, praying, hoping that you could undo what happened. You know, for especially for young people, and those of you that are still young at heart, although this is a painful thing, it's a helpful emotion. The pain of result, uh, uh, the pain of regret, excuse me, is the result of you focusing so much on the past that you are not focusing on taking corrective action and looking at a new strategy. Or a new path. So sometimes, let's say you, you lost your girlfriend, you lost your husband, you lost your wife because you decided you couldn't keep your drawers up 
or your pants zip. So here you go. Well, they're gone. But you, that doesn't mean no one else will ever love you. That doesn't mean that that mistake defines you. That doesn't mean that you're stuck there. As a matter of fact, if someone, if that happened, what you can do is you can change that into a lesson. And for all you know, that wasn't the person. So God lets you make that mistake with someone because the right person is just right around the corner. But if you're sitting on the toilet or sitting out in your car all the time with your hands between your head, smoking a joint and drinking a, out of a bottle, hoping to make yourself feel better, look, boo, it, it is not going to happen. If anything, your legs are going to fall asleep and you're going to just have some stinky breath, bloodshot eyes, and the person that probably would have looked at you and say, hey, they're going to look at you and say, and you just blew it again. You cannot let Connor, and, and let me tell you what stress does to your mind and body so we can talk about that. Stress ages you. That wrinkled forehead, you are an ass with everybody. You're short-tempered. You're walking around being, people ask you, well, hey, how you doing? No, how you doing? I mean, you know what I'm saying? You, you can't be walking around with a damn chip on your shoulder and expect anything good to come your way. How, how does that work? You don't let every conversation, when people see your number on the phone, they go, they think for about four or five seconds, do they even want to take your call? Because all you're going to do is talk about your ex-husband, your ex-wife, uh, how mad you are that the white man took your job or whatever, just whatever stupid stuff you can think of. When, in fact, the white man did not take your job, your husband, that woman didn't take your husband. Your husband was a hoe. Your wife was a hoe. Nobody took them. They, they're the home-wrecking hussy. She wasn't no home-wrecking hussy. She may be a hussy, but she didn't, she didn't do it. Your man left you, boo. Now you sleeping with another man, and you a man. You sleeping with a woman, and you a woman. All because you think by switching genders, that's going to make it better? You're wrong. And, you know, if you're gay and you figure that being more gay, well, now I'm not going to just be this gay man. I'm still wearing panties and a bra. Really? I mean, come on. Really? There is nothing that you can do with regret, disappointment, other than learn from it walking around, and some of you right now, yes, I'm talking to you, you're sitting up mad at somebody when you just as much to blame as them for the damn problem they got. You're sitting up talking about, well, the Lord told me that Junior, you know, he cusses too much, and I just don't know. Your judgmental ass needs to sit down somewhere. He cusses too much, and you are judgmental. That's, neither one of those things are good. Well, you know, God told me that I should just, you know, that's my wife. How can that be your wife and she's married to somebody else? Uh, really? What the heck is wrong with you? But you are living in regret. Well, you know, my my college boyfriend, my girlfriend from high school, you've been out of college 20 years. You've been out of high school 10 years. Are you serious? Really, you think that somebody that you were messing with when Ronald Reagan was president, Ronald Reagan been dead how long? I mean, seriously now. You are looking back at living in the past to such a degree that you cannot embrace your future? Think about this. People experience more regret when they look back over long periods of time. You know, here's the deal. Is there any value in regretting stuff? Yes. But over a long term, a pattern of constantly, repetitively being dealing with somebody that's negative, and some of you right now have somebody in your life that for whatever reason you can't get rid of them. It's because that's your child's father. That's your child's mother. 
you are going to court back and forth. You've got somebody now that you married. Nobody put a gun to your head. You jumped your wanna-be-in-love self up in a relationship, and you didn't stop and, and smell the coffee. Hell, even dogs smell each other before they mate. They kind of walk around and, let me see what you smell like. Let me see what you're working with before they mate. So you're going to tell me a dog has more sense than you? I mean, really? You know, regret can stem from just ignoring the facts, from making up some imaginary stuff about what if you had done something different. No. If you did anything different, you'd still be right where you are because the person you were dealing with is a jerk. You're not going to change a hoe from being a hoe if you give them more jewelry, more cars, if you, if you love them more, if you – all you're doing is ruining yourself. Or you're sitting up beating yourself up over somebody. If you look at their track record and you go, okay, the last person they dated, they didn't stick with them. <laughs> the person before that, they didn't stick with them. The person before that, they didn't stick with them. So now they meet you, and they didn't stick with you either. Duh. Really? I think you may have not ignored some evidence, or if that's you and you're the person that every time you look up, you are quitting a job. You know, well, that job you had, your last boss was, well, you know, she was mean. Okay, well, they, the last one was a chauvinistic pig. He, he fired you because you're a woman. Okay, the last one, okay, it's because you black. They don't like black. What do all these people have in common? You. You're the problem, and you are regretting what other people do while you blame them for your crap? Come on now. I'm not trying to beat you up today. I do, I'm do. i not going Dr. Phil on you, but I, I want you to really think about this for a minute. Some of these things that you're regretting, you created, and some of you right now just screwed something up. It ain't even a week old yet. It's not even a month old. Maybe it's not even a year old, whatever. You still can fix it. You can still go back and tell somebody, you know what? I screwed up, man. I was feeling some kind of way. I let my fears. I've already talked to you guys about limbic hijacking, right, where you just hear something that sounds familiar, that looks like something your last man, woman did, the dog did. So now that last dog bit you. Your butt was five years old and you got bit by a puppy that you were bothering. Now you are scared of a shih tzu, a dog that looks like a little bitty hamburger or something. Why are you scared of that little dog? Because you will not let go of the past or your contribution to it. You are about to miss what God is trying to give you. Right now, that man you're with is your dang husband, woman. That is your wife. That, okay, maybe not, you know, some of you, because I know somebody, "Uh uh-huh, I knew it. Look, woman, the man told you he does not want to be in a relationship. He is not the one. Is something wrong with you when you uh, won't let go of someone is telling you I don't want to be in a relationship with you. And you're regretting. Well, just maybe, maybe if we go to church, I don't care if you go in there and turn into one of the statues, if you drink the holy water, I don't care. It's not going to make somebody love you that doesn't want to be with you. Accept it, get over it, move on. Gentlemen, I don't know what's wrong with some brothers. You know, I can understand women getting a wheeze, but I saw a man that had a toupee on when I was in the airport the other day. I thought it was a squirrel trying to bite his ears, but it was really a toupee. It was sad. But but the point is, you can't do enough to make someone else love you. And those of you that have a shot right now at love, it, be it with your children, your, your baby daddy, baby mama relatives, you don't have to stay stuck on stupid. If little Scrappy's crazy mama could apologize to that girl last night, I, I know you guys saw it, but not on Monday night, I, I like looking at some reality and reality TV shows. For some of my Anglo listeners, 
love and hip not hip hop does not represent the black community. I'm just gonna say that really quick, please. But you can learn some stuff from watching some of these crazy television shows. This little Scrappy's mother is a piece of work, but that woman had the sense to say, you know what? I acted a fool with my son's baby's mother's mother. Let me apologize to her. Let me apologize to my son's child's mother because at the end of the day, that is my granddaughter. How am I making things better not getting along with my, with my granddaughter's mama? Thank you, Jesus. If that crazy woman could do that, and all of us are crazy, so scrappy. Look, I love you, dude. I'm not talking about your mama, man. But but the point I'm making is all of us got a crazy mother. We all are, are we are you're the crazy mother. You're the crazy father. When you allow regret to hold you hostage, the person that you're hurting the most is yourself. Now, what I'm going to do, I'm going to take a quick break because I know some of y'all need to go get some cheese on your sandwich, uh, get some bread. It's going to be a really quick break. Uh, I want to just share something that I think is a beautiful, beautiful um, piece of music by a friend, Miss Melba Moore. It's called What Can I Do to Survive? Because if you're stuck in this moment of regret, I'm getting ready to tell you what you can do to survive it. We'll be right back. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young.
Miss Melba Moore, What Can I Do to Survive? And we're going to help you to survive right this very minute. Get your pen out. Go ahead and get your pen and your paper because this is going to change your life for the better. If you do, I promise you, if you do what I'm getting ready to tell you, you will relieve yourself and be able to move on with your life. First thing you have to do, figure out what your regret really is. Now, this is, can be painful for some, but it's necessary. Do you regret something you did or something you didn't do? Let's first start there. Do you regret something you did or did not do? Was it a circumstance beyond your control? Do you have uh, do you have regret about the way you behaved in a situation? Now I'm going to repeat that again. Do you regret something you did or you didn't do? Because see, to deal with fixing something, you need to know what it is. Some of you've been tripping so long, you don't even know what you're tripping about no more. If you do, I'm going to pray for you. But let's do that. Was, was, were these circumstances beyond your control? Because you may be regretting something that ain't got nothing to do with you controlling it, and it could just be an act of God. And did you behave inappropriately toward a situation? See, that'll take the confusion out the game, right? And it's important to step back from the feelings of regret and identify what it is that you regret. Now, here's the second thing. Stop lying to yourself. Admit to yourself why whatever it is that's got you, that you're regretting, that's got you jacked up in the head, let's admit why it happened. Let's stop lying about it, okay? If you feel that you could have done better, think back to what made you fail. What What is it? What What stopped you from doing the right thing? Were you sitting up high? <laughs> Did, were you, um, you know, are you regretting because you did something that everything stopped, was trying to stop you, you ran out of gas, you walked and filled up the car, you got there, to get, there was a security gate, you waited till some cars came. Did God go and tell you, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it? And you ignored every little bitty sign. You know that damn woman was crazy? You know that man wasn't right? When you went to the house and seen them roaches, or when you found, when she told you, you know what, um, you know, I already I'm dating I'm dating Pookie, and and you still decided to get you some, so you done fell in love with a woman that's got another man. You already knew that this man was not able to be what you wanted him to be. When he started, when you saw him sagging, his pants sagging, and he's 38 years old, you should have known. Okay, is something wrong with old boy? But, no, you went ahead and married this fool. Now you're wondering why he came home with another gold tooth and another tattoo, right? You, you, you knew it. When you met him, he was 38, turning 39. He was still sagging. Now, let's be honest. If you feel that you could have done better, think back to what made you do or fail to do the right thing. Why? You know, you got fired. You had that same sorry alarm clock that never worked. You kept using your phone for an alarm clock. It didn't work half the time. So you got fired because you were too doggone lazy to go to Walmart Walmart and buy you a cheap clock? I mean, really? You got fired over that? You're dealing with a man that every time you look up, this man ain't stayed with nobody he's made a commitment to yet. So now you disappointed because they not staying with you, really? You already know your ex-wife, your ex-husband is crazy. So why are you regretting something that you could have changed? If anything, just admit to yourself the reasons why this regretful thing happened. So number one, determine what your regret really is. Number two. Admit to yourself why it happened. Here's number three. 
reflect on on how what you did affected other people. Perhaps others became disappointed in you or lost trust in you. Maybe you harmed them without their knowledge. This is another painful step, right? But you need it in order to understand what happened. In other words, we use a term in coaching, who were the stakeholders that were affected by your decision? You know, maybe it's a brother, sister, parent, a friend that loaned you some money. Maybe you harm them without their knowledge. It's a painful step, but you need to know it in order to understand what happened. You know, reflect what on how what you did affected other people. Now, this isn't about beating yourself up. This is about owning the situation because until you own it, how can you fix it? Speaking of situation, number four, and the words of that woman that went to my daddy's church, number D. <laughs> Y'all pray for me. Number D. All right. Consider the circumstances. If circumstances were such that no matter what you did, things would have turned out the way they did, you need to accept that, you know, this is just what it is. You know, it's part, there are three parts of owning your regret, right? But but sometimes you just got to, Stop and think about, you know what, let let me uh, think about what I could have done differently. Could I have studied more for that test? You know, look at your circumstances. Was it something you could really control? I guarantee you this. Constant regression is a waste of your time and your potential, but acceptance, if you just accept the circumstances, that will change some things. And stop blaming other people. Avoid blaming other people, but take responsibility for what you could have done better in the situation or what you could have changed or accepted. Because hey, I'm going to give you some things in fixing stuff, okay? And, and and step one, step two, to step three. Think about what you could have done different, differently. If it was a test, could you have studied more? If it was your job, could you have gotten your butt up and been down time instead of taking a Bernie Mac break? You know, like what Bernie Mac said, when some people go to a break, they break. You know, could you have just bought your behind back at 15 minutes instead of an hour? And no, you shouldn't be smoking weed at work. You know, could you have shown someone a bit more respect and appreciation? Just think about what could you have done differently. This step may seem like you're putting yourself down, but to be honest, it'll help the negative feelings go away because now you're getting proactive. The second thing is stay proactive. Change what you did wrong. I constantly, even, you know, I, I give you an example. Even if some things seem irreversible, you can still make a difference. If you were rude to somebody, just come back and say, you know what, I'm crazy. I don't even know why I cussed you and your child and your dog out. You know, just be honest about it. I mean, they may still look at you and go, okay, well. But the bottom line is you have to own your stuff. And sometimes if you just apologize, people that, thought you were an ass, will start to think, you know what, okay, you know, maybe they were just having a bad day. Hell, I don't even apologize to people. But, you know, I've learned that. I, I've called someone I love dearly today, and I told them, I said, you know what, I made a mistake by not really thinking about you or us, and, you know, I'm sorry. I love you. Let's let's handle our business. You know what I'm saying? That is a beautiful thing because when you do that, now, once you do that, don't turn around and go do some more crazy stuff. But, you know, because then people think you don't mean what you say. But if you really mean what you say, if you fail the test, study like crazy next time. If you cut somebody out next time, keep your damn mouth shut. If you ran out on someone that you know you love, Turn around and be like, you know what, I don't know what is wrong with me. One minute I'm hot, the next minute I'm cold. I shouldn't be treating you like this. I do love you. I care about you. I'm sorry. You know, push 
harder than you did last time. You are allowed to change. Turn over a new leaf, man. That's what it's all about. You know, you might, don't be surprised when people say that, uh, you know, a leopard never changes his spots. You can change your spots. And here's number three. Once you do whatever, once you apologize, once you say I love you, once you um, admit you made a mistake, keep it up. Don't. If others remind you of, of your past mishaps, just take their words as a, as a challenge to do better. And if you surprise yourself, you surprise everybody else. You know what? Just put forth a little effort. Now, here's the next step. Ask for forgiveness. There's nothing wrong with that. Tell people, you know what, I'm sorry. And if you're dealing with somebody with a toxic relationship where you know doggone well that you stuck with them, baby mama, baby daddy, ex-husband, you know, you a business partner, sometimes other people cause you to do things that leave you with serious regrets. Take your power back. If you have a relationship and stuff needs to be addressed, stop and deal with it. I, I'm doing business right now in an environment where I'm having a look at what, what, what's my contribution to this toxic relationship, and so is my guy. He's got to look at it, and at the end of the day, by exchanging con- commentary back and forth, we, are, we both have to own our stuff. You know, they have to own their stuff on me and say, well, you know what, this guy did pay me X amount of dollars this year, and that is not a little bitty amount of money. That's enough to go buy a damn new car. And i got to look at my side of it and be like, this is business, and the guy is going out his way to try to make sure that, you know, he does his part. Now, at the end of the day, we're both right and we're both wrong. We have to understand that Let's get on for the big picture. And it's okay. Move on. Grieve for a minute. Cry about it. You know, but just don't stay there. You can have a depressing moment, but don't let a depressing moment have you. Next, recognize what you have learned or gained from the situation. When you find yourself thinking of regret, Turn your thoughts to the things that you have learned, and the opportunities now are yours. What was a stumbling block is now a stepping stone. And then number three, write out a plan. You know, as a coach, what I do with my clients is I tell them, I don't care if I'm, because people, when they hear Dr. Young, you're a relationship expert. What's that? It's not just romantic relationships. All good business is based on good relationships with customers, with coworkers, and with clients. As, but the biggest relationship is never lose sight of your purpose for why you're there. So write out a plan or an agreement for you with how you're going to deal with this in the future. And then lastly, move on. Go ahead. Move on, man. Quit living in the past. Even if your past is still present, like I said, crazy baby mama, crazy baby daddy, or, you know, the relationship has changed. You're not married anymore. This other person just doesn't want to be married. They don't want to marry you. Well, everybody is not meant to be your boo. And to be honest, all relationships will end sooner or later. So they can end with you being friends or they can end with you acting like two immature children that you can't share the toys anymore. Poor, you can't play with me no more. You know, you could do that. Or you could act like an adult. And like I said, when something happens, you got three choices. <laughs> let it define you, and you get stuck right there in the moment. You, you can let it destroy you, and then you just crash and burn. Or it can strengthen you. Move on. Let it strengthen you. You know, I had something happen in, in my personal life where someone said, you know, maybe the way that we started this out, isn't the way we can continue it, but we could continue it this way and have a win-win situation. You know, and I thought about that, and I was like, you know, shit, that's not what I wanted, but let's just be honest. How do you know that that's not God touching somebody's heart, correcting the circumstance before it could go wrong? 
And if that's the case, you need to be grateful that somebody can say, you know what, I'm not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Don't be embarrassed when change happens in your life. Long story short, I'm going to review all of this real quick, okay? First one, determine what your regret really is. Make sure that you determine, are you regretting something you did or something you didn't do? Are the circumstances that you're regretting, were they beyond your control? Or did you just behave inappropriately in a situation? In other words, define what it is you regret. Second, admit the truth of why it happened. Well, I broke up with you, but you took them back, and the person still is the same way they were. No, but they were nice to me. So what? Everybody, the devil is nice before you sign the contract and you realize you're in hell. I mean, let's be honest. Admit to yourself why this happened. Was it pressure? Was it constraints? Was it you just couldn't take not being alone for a few minutes until the right person showed up in your life? You just had to think, well, ooh, man, she made me feel so good the way she tickled my toes. You know, I get the feeling in my tummy of the nuts and honey. I mean, really? That's not the only woman that can make you feel like that, duh. That's not the only man. But stop and ask yourself, why did this happen? Did I not speak up for myself? Did I do something? I knew dang well that I had a substance abuse problem, and I went and hung out again with some people. I just got off drugs. I'm not talking about me. I'm just making this as an example. But, you know, and now you back at the dope house because that's who you think your friends are, and you wonder why you are now incarcerated again, why you just got your license took. Well, hell, why did you go backwards? Own and admit why this happened. Next, look at the stakeholders. <laughs> Reflect on how and what you did affected other people, be it your kids, a spouse, friend, whatever. If someone lost their trust in you or they're disappointed in you, just go ahead and reflect on what you did and how it affected others. And see, this is about you taking control of your life. You know, now is the time to take control. Consider your circumstances and then go ahead and start fixing stuff. Think about what you could do differently. And if, if you have to, write it down. I'm a big fan of writing things down. Actually, no, I'm not, but I've learned when you do that, you have to look at it. So write down, you know, did I have to tell him his mama looked like that gorilla on, on uh, you know, Planet of the Apes? Or did I have to go and tell this woman that she was the B word? Did I really have to go there? Even if you think this man's mama does look like an ape, you could have kept that to yourself. Even if the woman is acting like the B word, you didn't have to tell her that in front of your friends. And, lady, did you really have to talk about how little the man's thing was in front of his friends? I mean, come on, really? Did we have to play, play it out like that? Get active. After you think about what you did and could have done differently, do something about it. Go and apologize and mean it. Go and restore what you didn't pay back. Just say, you know what, I didn't pay you back on time. Here's some of your money. I'll give you the rest when I get it. But I just want you to know it's bothering me, and it's bothering me. You know, here's 300 here's 200 here's $50. Here these pennies I rolled up. Whatever the hell, just, you know, get active. Second thing, mean what you say. Don't just do something because you're feeling some kind of way for a minute. Keep it up. And never be scared to ask for forgiveness. Don't be scared, I had to say that, to deal with toxic relationships and grieve. I'm going to say it like this. Joyce Meyer is crazy as hell, but I love her sometimes. Joyce said, admit it, quit it, and forget it. That's how you do. Recognize what you've learned or gained. Be it you're the victim or the victimizer. Just realize, you know what? I really hurt somebody the last time that I slept with their mama or their auntie. So let me not sleep with this girl's sister. 
Just remember what you just remember the last time. Okay, last time I got in a relationship, I left this man, you know, and you know, I did all this and look at the damage. Okay, fix it. Do the right thing. Do something different this time. And then after you recognize what you've learned, write out a plan for yourself and an agreement so that you don't have to recreate this in the future. And last but not least, just move on, man. Just let it go. You know, I've had people that I come in my office and and five years ago, you remember what you did to me? And I'm like, that's five years ago. Let it go. Or I have people that come in my office and the man will or the woman will say, you know, I just don't want to be in a relationship with you. I like you. I care about you. But let them go. Bye. And be friends if you can. If you can't, okay. But at least let the, let the other person and yourself get out of your misery. It doesn't. You don't have to keep walking around looking like you just left Big Mama funeral with Mahalia Jackson in the background. Won't be no more trouble. Come on, it ain't no more trouble. Stop it. Let it go. Let it go. And then the last thing. Tomorrow's a new day. Even the even this day isn't over with yet. It's not. You can change what you see when you change the the way you see things. You can change the things you see when you change the way you see things. Now, some of you are going, Dr. D, I love this, some help. I need more help than that. I'm going to give you some more help. Set up an appointment with me. Call my office, 877-508-2025, 877-508-2025. Choose the new client option. What I'm going to have your behind do is take some tests. The tests are going to cost you $50, okay? And then I'm going to have a session scheduled. That's going to cost you $215. Now you're going, damn, that's a lot of money. Well, can you, there's some things that you've got to stretch to do. Can you afford to keep making these same stupid mistakes over and over again with people? No. So what I can at least help you do is identify why you are so clingy and needy with somebody or why people always tell you you don't seem emotionally available. Or when you argue, we can point out why your arguing style is not working for you and you can't manage conflict well. But whatever it is, you can go ahead and do these things and get control of your life. Quit letting life control you. It doesn't have to go that way. So you just call the office. We'll, give, we'll get right back to you, set it up, or visit the website, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, like D-I-V-A-N-Y-O-U-N-G.com. Dr. D. Yvonne Young.com will take care of you. And just read. There's a lot of videos there. There's a lot of uh, episodes of radio programs, Conversation with God blogs, uh, just a lot of good content there, but you won't, we won't know about you and you won't know about us unless you go there and sign up. Lastly, hit the like button on the, um, on the Facebook page. That way we will be in your news stream. You will know when broadcasts are happening, when I'm on tour in your city, when I'm doing certain television programs and whatever. So keep Keep up with us because I want to keep up with you. I really do care and want you to know that at this brand, I want you to be the best you possible. And you can't do that. People perish for a lack of knowledge. And if you're going to change your life for the better, if you're going to get to this place in your life where things don't keep if just things continue not to go your way, it's because you're not taking on any fresh information. So if you just tuned in, this show is going to be available in an archive in about three to five minutes. And I want you to know something. No matter what, it's never too late to make the most of today. Sound good? Anyway, Sunday's, Sunday night show is going to be off the chain. It's going to happen 7.30 p.m. Central, 5.30 Pacific, and 8.30 Eastern Time. You don't want to miss it. Thanks for spending your lunchtime with me. I love you madly. Have an awesome day. Bye now. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.